0: Welcome to the Self-Service Generation podcast, where we explore how technology impacts, improves, and enables the customer experience that we all expect from businesses and organizations that we engage or work with. Don't worry, we'll help you keep it to 20 minutes, so hopefully you'll find it interesting. Thanks very much.
1: welcome to today's episode of the self-service generation podcast uh, this time round, we're focusing on retail Um you're joined by me uh, Gavin and we also have Steve as well hi Steve hi how you doing you all right yep not too bad how, how are you doing today any any new new calamitous um, events well
0: you, do you want an injury update so uh, please have I told you that I damaged my hamstring I
1: don't think so no when did okay. that happen
0: <laughs> so I did it a couple of weeks ago. So it probably was about the right time. Yeah. yeah. So no, no, I torn torn a torn part of my hamstring. So uh, yeah, no, it's only small, so it's not bad. But but then I, so I was being nice and careful to it, and then decided to go down the beach. And the beach is a really bad place for hamstrings. It's not a good place yeah. at all. So I did it again and overstretched another one of my hamstring muscles, so that was then i need to get some physio um you just need to take a break
1: we said this last time yeah we need to (laughs) properly allow ourselves to fully recuperate have a rest uh, like i realize now aches and pains are are a real thing and uh, i mean i'm still recovering i've still got i am still got my uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah the thing is like it keeps feeling fine and then we were setting up for we were taken down from Digital Plymouth this uh, or Digital uh, Plymouth Web this morning. Yeah, yeah. And I was moving furniture and felt it go and I was yeah, it's oh, yeah, man, it's just mate. more pain. So yeah.
0: No, I've got anyway. a plan. <laughs> uh, look, I had a plan, but the problem is, I went to the beach and we ran away from a wave and then I end oh, no. it again.
1: At <laughs> least what? we don't get <laughs> sharks. I thought it should be in real trouble.
0: <laughs> that's right yeah come on go. Okay. so i have less limbs than i started with this week <laughs> so together we, we
1: make a whole person
0: <laughs> that's right absolutely. absolutely
1: oh dear so the topic right. the topic so for anyway, our this, conversation. That's, my
0: update. that's my injury update um so i've got a couple of weeks off
1: running so i'm not going to be doing any running for a while so um, we're both injured um yeah. but still able to talk and have a conversation and, and discuss kind of our t- our yeah, topic, yeah yeah yeah
0: absolutely blow the socks off people so that's what that's what our intention is today to see if we can...
1: <laughs> hopefully it's informative interesting and hopefully there is uh it might be the sort of thing that people want to listen to just before bed uh but you know so <laughs> it's all a service we like so. to offer
0: <laughs> i i think we've got the zeitgeist covered there i think we're, we're on you know one of these um mental health calming um podcasts is basically what we're turning into so okay, you know cool. I, I think that's what we're going to be
1: but and by listening to this podcast, they're providing themselves with a self-service.
0: Oh, that's good. I like it. See, see <laughs> self-service all round, round isn't it? Ah, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we yeah, have to so talk topic, about serious stuff?
1: Yes, yeah, we go it. You're back in into charge today, today? Or, it's all gone to pot, you know. This is why that's what happens when I'm in charge, the darting <laughs> brain and everything. Um, yeah, so the topic today is retail. Obviously, we've seen quite a, a major change over um, well actually retail is one of those areas which is always innovative and always changing yeah. um, from things like self-service I mean early days from things like vending machines people being able to go in and buy snacks for themselves using technology as a system for people to be able to uh, go, go and buy things we've even seen things like uh, pizza machines where people can go in and get pizzas for themselves from these machines and it's kind of it's changing in regards to those systems um, as well as in things like su- in the transition on supermarkets so the ability to be able to have kind of attend kind of be able to go in and make purchases without actually talking to a the human being human beings and, and manage the well, purchase yourself the, as well
0: the best example of that and the most the most innovative example is that is, that, is the amazon stores yeah. so the amazon food stores you know you go in you don't even transact they know what you've taken and had and it's all just taken out of your amazon account you need know, to go yeah. whoa that's pretty amazing
1: you know you just kind of clip in clip out and off you go so it's I'd be awful at that because I'm not you're not even conscious necessarily of what you've spent until afterwards so you just be like you'll be filling your pocket filling like legally filling your pockets full and then uh, you get a bill at the end of the day yeah
0: that's right yeah well yeah (laughs) yeah I I saw one in Kensington High Street and it's quite busy you know so there's a lot of people using it and uh yeah it's interesting
1: really interesting but I'm interested to know the numbers on that in regards to kind of like what the how the model works as well I mean there's, there's really interesting work done um back in 2020 there's a brand called Castle that did a I think it's in Norway did a self-service shoe shop so you basically oh, can yeah. go in you can try a pair of shoes on and then you can order you order the shoes there and then so they don't right. have masses of stock they don't need it so it can be a small store you can go in you can try them on and then you can get them delivered home so you didn't even have to think about carrying the shoes back with you they're not an additional weight to then carry as well um so obviously, they can be in much smaller units, you've got 24 hour um, service, so um, yeah. I'm not sure whether they let people, obviously you're free to then go in and buy shoes, which, you know, if it's near a pub might be a little bit dangerous. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <Yeah. laughs> you get home and there's just a pile piled high floor to ceiling of shoes. Yeah.
0: Or you just go look at these Bobby dazzlers. You go, no, those were the sample ones. You weren't supposed to leave with the leave the
1: <laughs> store with those on. Yeah. <laughs> they they biodegrade in five minutes. living <laughs> outside, uh, yeah. And so yeah, and we're seeing this kind of transition away from um, kind of human interaction. Um, yeah. And I think there's a big topic and discussion here as to whether or not businesses are just seeing people as just being an expensive an expensive resource, and whether there's going to be that transition towards like a human interaction at a premium, um, which is an interesting topic on its own, I think.
0: Yeah, that, look, the thing is, I, I mean, I was in retail for quite some years, um, a long time ago. I don't want to tell you how long ago that was. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, but I manage stores and I, I work for Mossbros and Mossbros is service centric. You know, um, I was so service centric, but there was um, I think there was a certain level of, uh, patients in the process, people were buying stuff, you know, you would have to buy shirts and, and bits straight straight away, you know, walk in, walk out kind of idea. Online was starting to come come through, Next were very big at the time, uh, they'd they really got it nailed early doors because they'd got their directory, so the online for them was a very easy transition, but most stores weren't, and, uh, and there was an expectation that you go in and get service, especially from somewhere like Bros. but I know that they have now changed quite dramatically. You know, uh, I believe they're owned by a Chinese company now. Yeah? Um, but they are—they um, are very much digital centric. You so you yeah. order stuff online, and um, and it, you kind of go for the fitting, but you don't go for anything else. So the, that's even changed. Even though the service element was there, now it's convenience over service. Starting started yeah. to see the transition, you know, and, you know, new generations coming through, um, digital native um, generations, or very much digital grown up with uh, yeah. generations, you know, um, it's, it, it's a significant change
1: in the way that people view how a retailer operates. Yeah, we've yeah. gone from a situation where you have to, you have a very limited time window of when you can make a purchase. Um, which generally is the same time that everybody works, which is not massively convenient no. um, to a situation where you could be shopping 24 hours a day, yeah. um, or even yeah, even if you have got an opportunity to pop in for, like I said, to go into Bros and pop in for uh, lunchtime, you then yeah. haven't got to think about all the, all the element of carrying those elements and they can be delivered. You can, and it can be a quite quick interaction and experience, um, all the way to kind of online retail as well, where you've got that access, um to be able to buy things whenever you want to like at that time which is convenient to you and that makes the most sense to you when you're in that downtime.
0: yeah well absolutely so you'll you'll make it you're always making a purchase out of normal shopping hours unless you are off on a day or you're part-time working yeah. or whatever or you actually work in a city center you know which again is becoming rare we've got remote working now happening you know so there's less people traveling into work in that regard you know, uh, it's it's an extraordinary sea change, really, if you think of our habits and behaviours of how we live our lives. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember when Sunday opening started to become a thing and it was everybody had to do it. And yeah, and basically all we were doing was splitting revenue over Saturday to Sunday. And there was a little bit of a gain, but the, but it wasn't really economic to do. it. But everybody had to do it because everybody else did it. So yeah. it became a self-fulfilling prophecy in the way that it was just a, uh, you had to do it because competition are doing it. And I think this is where we are now with the digital journeys. know, retailers have to do this stuff, no matter how big or small you are, you've got yeah. to consider the
1: convenience of your customer because they haven't got the tolerance for it. Yeah, you know? and also you're seeing, and, and, and back onto that, you're seeing this kind of, it's being driven by the online, the, re, the kind of convenience element is being driven by online retailers and- yeah. The kind of the traditional brick and mortar stores are having almost to play catch up from a from a cust- not just from a how do we get these products to these people, but from a customer service point of view. And I know you've been doing some work with with BeautyBA on try BeautyBA on how you can kind of increase that kind of that interaction and improve the way that people are interacting using the work that you're doing chatbots. Can you talk to talk to us a little yeah, bit yeah. about well, that?
0: the the chatbot stuff was interesting. So we've been working with them for about four years now, and. You know, their demographic is 16 to 24 uh, female. They're big, massive. If nobody's heard of Bay, they're a massive cosmetics firm. So if you're not female and 16 to 24, then you probably haven't heard of them. Um, and, you know, so uh, but they are global, uh, really, really big retailer and, you know, very, very busy business and, uh, and extraordinarily good at what they do. what they've done now is uh they introduced the chatbot via us and um, we built that out and that's now become their primary point of contact for their customer service um team so um that includes all the socials um facebook twitter's anything you know uh, any of those channels insta and all the rest of them which are big channels for them but the chatbot is the first point of call and you know and it provides as much self-service as people need it's very well accepted you know overall we had early doors we had a, a big acceptance rate of um doing a, a survey on the and feedback journeys uh, we had about 65 percent acceptance rate of the of the chat bot in its early days and wow. um, we've got down to kind of resolution tracking now um so that we've got better information on uh when somebody's actually in a task journey rather than just generally browsing around to, to see what's going on, um, we're now looking at over half of the uh, people are very happy with what's happening, and you know you get about a quarter that are um, neutral, so they're usually going to do something else, or they've they've yeah. not really given us the feedback in their resolution questions, um, and then you've got about a quarter they're not necessarily happy. Um, but that could also be to do with the fact that parcel hasn't turned up or something yeah
1: what was no, that so, what was the actual resolution of that uh, oh, well,
0: and it, so it's it's usually it's usually with which if you're not a retailer it's, it's uh, where is my order um and the wismo stuff is you know nearly half of the the overall traffic that goes through the chatbot and it's looking up where the parcel is look they have a um a parcel lookup bit they get emails with links on it they get all those things But they still come to the chatbot to ask it, can you look up my order for me, please? Because they see that as an immediate request and self-service area. Um, so it's it's interesting. But that generation, if we think about those 16, 24 demos, yeah. Well, that was four years ago. So the 24-year-olds that were then using it early doors are now 28. And they don't change necessarily their opinion of it. And that's just kind of carry on moving through. So these generations that are coming through are ex- are expecting this to be the norm and, yeah. you know, and expect it to work. You know, it's just that simple.
1: Are you seeing any, are you, do you see any limitations to it or is it purely a case of, like, are there any points where actually there's a limit to what you can do from a chat box perspective? Obviously, it's, it's really powerful from what it can do in regards to dealing with quick inquiries, getting access to information. Is there any point where you like actually know they need to speak to a person or is can the, can the chat box pretty much handle everything?
0: Most businesses have processes. So a process is, you know, a straightforward, logical process. Any of that can be automated. The whole note, the whole notation of an automation is you automate where possible and human where it counts. So human where it counts is going to be that engagement piece where somebody does need to be kind of noted a complicated case, a complicated requirement and then we have a we we always have a handover journey in the self-service journey anyway you know so you'll always give the option of going out to somebody we've got um another client called Car chase heroes and they're they are they do all the track days so you know if you're into your um racing cars and stuff they are pretty much number one in the uk for that stuff and they go all around the uk different tracks and stuff they they're, they're extraordinary cars their cars are amazing anyway <laughs>
1: um <laughs> yeah.
0: but uh but they do you know they, they have typical problems like you do nothing you know nothing's ever smooth is it there's always something that can, crops up in a retail journey and in their case it's things like vouchers and stuff because they do a lot of trading of um, people buy vouchers off virgin or whoever yeah. so that they can spend with car chase heroes to get a track day you know all they are worried about the weather because it's weather centric a lot of the time you know uh and you know just recently we've had a load of stuff coming in on weather because we've had snow we've had rain we've had hot cold <laughs> dear god knows you've had everything so of course people got a track day coming up so the season's kind of opened again and they're going is it on is it a, a, a Will we be able to race this weekend? Will we be able to do this stuff? I've got a track day book now, no, now. You know all yeah. those questions. Well, we've programmed the bot to do that, so it'll yeah. as- answer all those questions. The team can keep it up to date with the latest information, point them in the right direction, and off they go.
1: You know. Yeah. So- and the beauty, and the beauty of that as well is, I guess, anything that the. The, the chatbot can't do that then transitions into customer a customer service representative. You can then yeah. go have a build up and understanding of going, okay, what what haven't they been able to self-serve on? What are the That's questions right. that they're asking? What is of interest? What Have we got that information at the moment that we can easily distribute and send through the chatbot? Or actually, is it something else that we need to collect to make it smarter? And building, it's almost going. To start off, this, the experience might be a simpler experience from a chatbot point of view, but you can you can build on it and make it more of a complete experience the more you more you go to develop it and the more you utilise it within the business.
0: Yeah, very much so. Uh, look, the the point is there's there's going to be something that you'll need some human interaction with. You're never going to do it 100%, I don't think. Yeah. You know, uh, well, no, I think we will get there. But yeah. a lot of the limitation is the systems that we're interacting with and it's the systems usually that are... Um, waiting to be ready, you know, so yeah. to be ready for interaction and inter- uh, 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 an integration with.
1: Um, and I think it's also it's a generational need, it's a generational need as well. I think we we're talking about that 16 to 24 that transition in, or those like there's there's a wide and that is a wider. We are seeing more people who have who have grown up with technology or have adapted to technology, been able to get, who they they want this as a go-to kind of mechanism for interacting. They don't want to necessarily have yeah a long uh, waiting wait a lot for phone calls which, but I know you've done a lot of work in that space as well being able to go online but have a quick conversation but to get that information and you can almost be self-served quicker than sometimes it would take for you to get on a call for a rep a lot of the time
0: well a lot of the introduction so uh, the, the voice bot stuff that you were talking about just a second ago um or you kind of alluded to the the deal with that is that Even in, so if we're talking about insurance retail, for instance, and you're looking up your policy or you you want to inquire about renewals or something like that, uh, or even if you want to cancel a journey, um, cancel a policy because you found something somewhere else. The value in that's very low, but also the options there to go, we have an automated service. Do you want to use it or do you want to go through to the team? Now, the percentage that will use the automated service will be significant enough to take the pressure off. So both queues are reduced One's yeah. there is no queue because it's automated, but yeah. the other one is then minimal, you know, or it's yeah. or it's um, more economic and you can get to it quite easily. But it doesn't matter really what the age group is because they can pick the phone up and talk to something that's an automated journey. It sounds really good now. It's understood. Yeah. You know, you can know language barriers now. You can have it multilingual. You know, so there's good access points that might be better you now than, than humans in, the, in a very straightforward process. And then with the option of handing over when it gets complicated.
1: Yeah, definitely. And again, back down to that point, it means you're not necessarily having to staff call center um 24 24 hours a day with reams of deaths of people you can you can redistribute people around the business into areas where they can have better benefit and um, but you can also self-service you can while well, still self-serving or offering a level of service to customers 20 24 hours 24 hours a day
0: yeah well look uh, look we have the in the in the uk at the moment we've got a crisis we've got this perfect storm of issues trying to get staff in it's that simple we can't get the number of people that we need to provide a good customer service um, reliably and consistently. And yeah. so you've got to know that you've got some sort of fallback to at least help some part of that process and yeah. take the, the the minutes off. You know, I was talking to some guys, there's a great team that we integrate into on our chatbots um, called Nata, and they are a great great business they do all multi-channel stuff and they are um they they work with asos and asos are you know the amount of orders go through asos is just astronomical <laughs> you know but they were saying that look they've helped design some of the ui so they've got all their conversations for a person in one screen it's all there um and we automate some of those um but they have this um they they added a button as a confirmation button, uh, you know, a response like, do you want to press go type thing? And ASOS had a right go at them. It says, do you know how long it takes to press that button? It takes like three quarters of a second. But we got like 50 million messages going through and through. So that is, you've just added X amount of hours (laughs) a month. (laughs) So I think just by doing that, and this is the point, you know, if you've got volumes going through, if a voice bot, chat bot can take a few minutes off a flow, to get gather information, get all that stuff done, do the identification of who they are, whatever that process is. Even if it then goes on to a human, the cost savings can be massive.
1: Yeah, and also well, that human who comes into the call can see a history of kind of what the conversation is and, and understand, have some context before the yeah. before the conversation starts as well, rather than going in blind, which is quite useful.
0: So it's a semi self service, but it's
1: yeah. it's helped them be.
0: Um, more proactive in in responding better and and you know and whatever and some we turn into outbound organizations because we don't necessarily do the processing we gather all the information so that the business can come out with a a solution yeah. so it's done you know it's a done deal and um, and, and although' that makes yeah, and lot it's, of difference
1: and with the technology developing at the moment obviously the cost of implementation are um, decreasing. Uh, well, to some extent, obviously there's an, level, an element of kind of need to build the infrastructure in place. So there is an investment, but when you look at the, the ongoing cost savings in regards to efficiency, um, hiring team members for growth, and you look at it from a long-term point of view, um, it just makes so much more sense to be able to drive that, find new ways of driving that efficiency, um, and start with that kind of customer-facing point because you can hit, you've got two wins, and you make it really easy for the customer to interact. They come away with a better experience while also um saving kind of the investment on the bottom line from a from a staffing and ongoing point of view. So yeah, it, it benefits both sides.
0: Yeah, and you can still have a very seamless conversation, you know, with so the chatbots hand over to live chat anyway. So we've yeah. got so you can add, in the same window, you'll integrate it into our platforms live chat. So you can still do that, turn it on at certain times and turn it off at others. But it means then that there's all continuity from a customer's perspective, but they've self served where they can. So you don't have to do 100% straight away. It's 80 20 rule stuff. You know, yeah. do what you it, make the difference where you can. But retail's right for this stuff. Um, Wismo is the biggest journey. You know, you've got cancellations, amendments, all those types of things. Those are big things that can be automated if yeah. your system's ready to do it. And You know, takes pressure off those teams to try and
1: respond to those things. Yeah, definitely. I think we're also, there's a big, obviously, i our, of our talking about our, the next podcast that we're going to be doing. Wisma is going to be kind of part of that conversation as we start to explore. So our focus for next the next podcast is going to be logistics. So we're going to be exploring um, both um, driving self-service from a consumer point of view, as well as internally from a team member point of view as well, because we need to make sure we're also thinking how can we allow our team to work more efficiently and allow them to self-serve and look after themselves as well. So that's going to be the main kind of the main feature for our for our next podcast so make sure you uh subscribe um so you get alerts when that when that comes up absolutely no worries all right so until that, next time, time steve hopefully we can stay healthy for the next podcast that will be oh, i bad, don't
0: know I'm, I'm bound to do something you know i am i'm a liability
1: we seem to alternate between me and you each week so i, I might just give myself a bubble <laughs> wrap for the next couple of weeks
0: are you getting nervous now
1: yeah definitely definitely yeah <laughs> Well, okay, thanks for your time. It's really good to talk talk through everything, and we look forward to uh, look forward to talking more um, in the next podcast.
0: Yeah, great. Thanks very much. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Self-Service Generation podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and found it interesting. Look out for more in the series where we take deep dives around specific challenges in this space. Until next time.